All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to bring on my guest here for you this morning. We're going to have some fun. She is an expert listener. <laughs> what does that mean? We're going to find out, expert listener. She is a motivational speaker, author of three books, with one of them being Listening into the Hearts of Men. So, gentlemen, tune in. Ladies, pay attention. She has a podcast called Breaking Free. She's a life coach, which means she's going to help you find your purpose. Man, I could talk to this woman all day long. Let me tell you, uh, we are going to have some fun. She's an expert when it comes to relationships. She sits on boards and panels across the U.S., ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome my new friend, Marilyn Shannon. Good morning, Marilyn. Good morning, Joe. <laughs> how, was, how was the accuracy of all of that? That Was it good? Pretty good. I mean, uh, yeah, pretty good. I mean, it makes me, it gives me the chills when you hear about yourself, you know, you kind of get chilly. I know. But, you, uh, you go, wow, I do good. all that. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. You do all of that. So first I want to say good morning and thank you so much for joining me for a coffee. Hopefully you have a cup next to you and um, do you, I hope so. Yeah. Maybe. No, no, actually. no, no. <laughs> No, I'll That's get right. some later. It's okay. It's not really coffee in the cup. I'm just kidding. Uh, it's my favorite kind of cup. <laughs> Little Sambuca, right? So let let me, uh, man, I'm, I'm going through it and I'm trying to, you know, organize things in a sense that uh, I'm somewhat focused because I have a focus issue. Um, and I want to make sure that we get the right points out and that we share with our, our viewing audience uh, things that can make a difference in their day. That's wake up to the vibe is like, I want people when they log off, they feel it. They, they're like, wow, I never thought of that. Or wow, that felt good so far. So good. And then you and I were on the phone the other day. I literally had to shut the conversation down because I'm like, oh my gosh, we can talk all day long and I don't want to know these things right now. I want to learn with everybody else. So can we start off? Um, because this, this really sticks in my head. Expert listener. Yeah. Can, yeah. Kind of give me a, a little outline of what is an expert listener in your words? Well, it doesn't mean I'm better than anybody else. It means that I'm an expert. It doesn't mean I'm the only expert. Listening is a gift. Listening is as important to us as breathing. And I have been practicing listening for almost 20 years. And I say that my life is the way it is because I've turned on my listening. And I know that when I hear one thing, it's only the track, the railroad track to something else. It's not where I'm done. It's just where, oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, yeah. And that's how it's been. And it just, it, 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 it allows me to be brilliant, but my work is helping people find that listening level of listening. So you can be brilliant, comfortable, um, happy in anything you do. Yeah. You know, isn't it funny because, you know, it, it sounds so simple, but how many times have you said to somebody, you're not listening to me? Right. Or yesterday. Or, yeah. Yeah. Yesterday. Every day. Right. No, you're not listening to me. I've uh, uh, I've accused people of you're, you're not a very good listener. And, and sometimes we just need someone to listen. But more importantly, you can get so much from listening. Right. You don't learn anything by talking, which is, you know, sometimes I get carried away and it's like, Joe, stop. But when you call yourself an expert listener, maybe one of our listeners is watching right now or one of our viewers, I'm sorry, one of our listeners, maybe one of the, one of the folks listening uh, this morning, maybe they'll walk away from this and go, you know what? I need to do a better job at listening, listening to my boss, listening to my wife, my husband, my brother, my sister, whatever the case may be, my son, my daughter, 
Um, is there a technique or something psychologically you can rehearse in your mind to make you a better listener? Well, first of all, let me go. I'm going to answer that question, but let me just say you can learn from talking as long as you're listening to what you're saying. Wait, okay. So, you're, where, you are, where your talk is going. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to ask you that's, to repeat that because. You learn from every. Okay. Well, only okay. because the, the audio cut we, out. We, I'm, I'm losing your okay. audio. So you mentioned, you mentioned that we don't necessarily learn from talking. We okay. learn from listening. Well, we can learn as long as we turn on our listening. So if you're talking and you're listening to what you're saying, you're conscious of it. You're observing what's oh. coming out of your mouth. You are going to learn. Right. Okay. Yeah. So listening is listening is the big is a sense. It is the king queen mega sense. So everything we do is listening. Touch has a listening. Smell is listening. Taste is listening. Everything around us is telling us something. So if you go into a fish store and you smell the fish, you are you are receiving information, whether you like the smell of fish or you don't. Right. It smells fishy or it doesn't. But you are <laughs> receiving information. So we are constantly receiving information. And so that's the level of listening, because listening is the receptor of that of receiving information. So what I would say to everybody is just see the see the word listening everywhere you go. And just anytime you can remember, just say to yourself, listen, and then see what happens. There's a there's a quietness. There is a peace in just imagining the word. And then if you go to the grocery store and you just say, listen, you're gonna see something. You're gonna notice something you never noticed before. Right. If you go out in the street. If you're in a room full of people and there's tons of noise and you can't hear anything, just say to yourself, listen, and there will be something that you will then become aware of. And if you do that on as many regular basis as you can, and you also have the right to not listen, you have the right to hear yourself say, you know what, I'm done for the day. I'm done for the moment. I don't want to listen to this person anymore. I don't want to listen to myself anymore. Right. You got the right to turn it down. That's listening. Yeah. You just, so, you said something that it's going to stay with me for the rest of my life. And I wish I thought of it 10 years ago. I used to be a sales trainer at a software company and I was always telling the team, listen, because you're not learning anything when you're talking, but you just said something. When you're talking, you can learn when you listen to yourself and what it is you're saying. I never thought about that. You know, it sounds so simple, but wow, like that, that's an eye opener. Listen to, listen to what you're saying right now and you will learn something. That's, I love it. Thank you. Well, you said something also earlier. It is easy, there, but not everything easy is easy. Not everything easy is easy. (laughs) No, it's very, I mean, I just to tell you, I'm starting a Facebook group called listening school. So if anybody out there wants to come in, just join it. And it's going to be things like this, where we just talk about listening or we post things or we engage with each other. Cause this is, it's a laboratory. When you, when you engage with somebody about listening, with even yourself, it's like being in a laboratory. You're experimenting with things because that's what listening is. Listening is an experiment. Because once you've heard something, I mean, you're done. And so you have to kind of play with it, mold it, sculpt it, use it, try it, play it, play with it. That's an, so it's like a laboratory. So I'm starting a, a listening school. So if anybody wants to join, come over there and join. I, you can have some fun. I love it. I love it. I just want to tell our, and I keep, now I'm calling them our listening audience, our viewing audience. Uh, not only do I want to say good morning and welcome to wake up to the vibe. I see a lot of you had just jumped in the room. We have some good numbers this morning. Um, I am with Marilyn Shannon, um, who is, is an author. And we're going to, we're going to go into that, um, 
segment of her life uh, soon. Uh, and we were just talking about listening. I wanted to uh, put that out to the, out there again, Marilyn, because there is a little bit of an audio feed issue going on. It's, pr- it's pretty cool. We're smooth. Uh, but every now and then I kind of lose you. But, uh, you know, this is live streaming and with everybody home with this quarantine stuff, the internet bandwidth is getting sucked up from your next door neighbors and people three countries away. It's just everybody is online. So this is what we're up against. The more people online, the less bandwidth is fed and you lose audio and video. But anyway, putting that out there. So, man, you've taught me so much already. I'm so excited. Uh, I'm excited to listen and be a better listener. I need to be a better listener as well. Uh, If you don't mind, I want to switch gears because there are so many segments in your life that I want to talk about, but we only have that window here this morning. You're an author. Okay. Um, you wrote a book, uh, listening into the hearts of men. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about your other books as well. Uh, but that one there just caught my attention. I did not read the book, but being a man, and we're talking about listening. What does that mean, listening to the hearts of men? Well, uh, to give you the kind of the story in a nutshell, I am a, I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. That's where my office is. That's where my family is. But I am a Jewish girl from Brooklyn, New York. Okay. And I grew up with a lot of, um, a lot of strong Jewish male energy. That's big stuff. And that's big stuff. Big, 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 big. So, you know, when I, as I was growing up, I didn't always like men too much. I mean, I liked men, but I didn't always like, like men right. in that way. And because I was, they were scary to me. So when, as I became a coach, I started coaching a lot of men. And lo and behold, I realized, wow, men are just so cool. They're sweet. <laughs> They're kind. They just are waiting for, you know, that they're waiting for love. They don't always know how to express it. They don't always know how to share how they feel about things or they, they have it in them. They just don't have the words. They didn't have the permission to express it. I mean, I can think of my father should rest in peace the same way. He, I mean, he used to get angry, but his anger was only because he didn't know how to express himself. So I decided to, you know, start my series of books, because it is a series, with men, because I wanted men to have the permission to see other men express themselves as fathers, as employers, as, you know, men in prison, coming out of prison, bisexual, transgender, American Indian. I mean, I uh, interviewed all kinds of men about their life stories and how they evolved. And my purpose was for men to, you know, have it. But what I found was more women were reading it. Right. Which was an interesting thing. Women were buying it for men. I hope one day men buy it for themselves. But more women were buying it for themselves but and also giving it to men. So men, I interviewed 20-some-odd men about their journeys. And I just listened. And I never had a problem finding a man to talk to. So, I, could, I mean, were you, were you uh, uh, tapping into uh, their sensitive side? Were you helping them discover uh, an area of their, their heart and soul that they didn't know even existed? I mean, because sometimes I, I think people in general, not just men, but sometimes people struggle to even go beneath the surface of their skin and explore internally why they're feeling the way they're feeling and why they're happy. Why are you sad? Why are you depressed? Why are you excited? Like sometimes people struggle to really look inside. So they project everything outward. Does it make sense? If I'm explaining it right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a psychiatrist by any means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's perfect. You don't have to be You're a person. <laughs> I mean, you have plenty of experience. That's why we're all experts. We don't, you know, cause we're, we're, we're living life and we're all an expert. Uh, well, you know, the thing is, when you listen to people, I, I have I have grown with listening and I 
And you said earlier, I'm a relationship expert. I am because Mm -hmm. I'm listening. And because I'm listening, I'm understanding. And I'm also understanding what I know and what I don't know. And I'm not afraid to ask. Mm -hmm. So when I'm, when I was listening to the men, listening into the heart, I didn't come with an agenda because every man is different. I just came with listening into their heart and let their heart tell me what's going on. Let them, and, and they knew, I just start talking. I asked one question. So how was your day? <laughs> I mean, people would say to me, well, how, what, do you have a bunch of questions? No. Right. How was your day? Today was, how was your day? Maybe yesterday, maybe today was, how was yesterday? What'd you eat for breakfast? What, I mean, what'd you do? What are you going to do tomorrow? I just started it. And because I listened, right. because I showed I cared, I made eye contact. I really, you know, I interviewed a gentleman who was uh, bisexual. I'm not bisexual by no stretch of the imagination. I have a husband. I'm, and I am who I am, but I could understand listening to where he came from, how he could be bisexual. So there's no judgment. I, there's no question in my mind. I can sympathize with his his good things and his pain. Right. The same thing with a gentleman I interviewed transgender. I would not transgender, but when you travel somebody's story with them and you're listening into them, you can see it and you can understand people better. That's the point. If you just we, take, we need to understand shit. yeah, if you just take the time to listen. So you took, I, I like this. You took the whole, the the listening concept, right, and and the fact that um, you become an expert listener, but then you channeled that in the direction of of writing a book that came from sitting down and actually listening to men. Now, let me ask you this because this is a great segue to talk about relationships, right? So you write this book about men. What do you think a man's weakest point is in a relationship? (laughs) That's a great question. Well, if it's with a woman, it's women because we're very strong these days. Yes, you are. we, We are very strong and... And, you know, we all we all can be strong and loving at the same time. And, and we don't have to hurt each other. I think the, that men got started later. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think men got started developing their emotional skills. Not everyone, but some of them got, you know, got started later. So a little patience on everybody's, you know, side would be good. And to give people a chance. And I just think men... But I think seeing more and want want to communicate, they want those loving relationships with their children. They want to connect with their parents. They want to be, I mean, if you look in the business community, in the business world, if you're not going to listen, you're going to lose. Right. Because you've got to work, like you you interviewed somebody from where, I can't even pronounce where he's from. From, from the Nuba Mountains? But, yeah, I mean, if you, we have the opportunity to cross all kinds of, we don't even know whose gender is what anymore. People are talking to people from all over the, the world. And I mean, look what's going on now. We're all like in the same boat. The thing that's going to um, connect us and allow us to do what we have to do, whether it's for financial purposes, whether it's our business, is listening. Because you, you can't know enough about culture. You can't know, I don't know, if you are a, a, a man, a woman, or a they. Right. The only thing that's going to connect me is my connection to you that I make through listening. So men have started later in that world, but we all can catch up to each other, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like. And I can be ahead of you for one thing, and you can be further along than me for something else. doesn't matter. Right. It's all the same at the end of the day. Yeah. So obviously, and I don't want to overuse this term. It sounds so simple because so many of us fail at it, but men need, I'm probably going to get slack for saying this, but this is what I'm gathering out of our conversation. Men need to find patience and focus more on listening 
sounds so easy, but how many people are impatient and you might hear somebody, you might hear your spouse or your girlfriend or your, your partner or whatever, but that does not mean you are listening. So this whole listening thing just plays and, and plays and plays. Right. Never realized it was so important. <laughs> well, well, it is. And I would add to that, it would be great for men to find other men that they can connect with. And it doesn't, and it's not that it's not the macho man. It's, it's the other men. I mean, we're all, you're all, you're all macho. Macho is heart. You know, macho is good. It's, it, you know, anything taken the wrong direction could be hurtful. So we're almost anything, but if men find other men to connect with, you know, that would be a really great thing. And just, and listen, and then of course, you know, find people like me who like working with men. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I just had this conversation uh, with, with my girlfriend, Michelle, the other day, uh, we were talking about how women have all these groups and networks like, you know, meet Monday night, it's the women's networking group and meet Tuesday night. It's, uh, you know, wine and sip and sip and paint, whatever they call it. But so I always, you know, and, and especially in this area, I see so many networks and groups of women who do all these things together, but I never see any type of promotion of, Hey guys, let's get together and let's talk about this. It's almost like, um, I don't know. I don't know why I can't put my finger on it. I just had this conversation the other day. I says, why don't men get together more and, and dial in on certain topics? I know they play basketball together. They might have poker night and that kind of stuff. I get it, but it doesn't seem like we're promoting men getting together with men. Well, well, I, I am the founder of a networking organization for women and we're in a couple of different States. Uh, I would say that if any man is interested in, in creating a networking organization for men, not because they don't like women, because my group, we love men, men, but we do certain things that are, you know, kind of sacred to women in networking. Right. I would say that if there's a man out there, no matter where you are, I don't care if you're in Timbuktu, if you want to start a, a, a group for men that with heart, you know, where you can have good conversations. You know, these kind of conversations is what makes business sustainable. Right. Just passing a business card to, to your, you know, somebody who walks in one day is not sustainable. Sustainable is building a relationship that can, you know, go the test of time. Right. So if any man wants to start a networking group for men, reach out to me. I'm happy to help. Yeah. You know where I see a lot of, uh, where I do see a uh, men's networking, um, aspect taking place is in the church. I know through, through different churches that I've been involved in, they do have men's breakfast on Saturday morning and, and they're usually faith focused and stuff, but, but, you know, I, I completely get what you're saying, but there are a lot of advantages to uh, sitting down and having real heart to heart talks versus throwing back beers at the bar with with a bunch of guys that's a whole different networking event and 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 and, and i like right. that networking event i'm not downplaying that right. you know but but there's there's a lot yeah. to be said oh, well, we do both yeah yes we do both so we so, do it all we do it all <laughs> it's interesting you've given us some good stuff to think about um one of the things i picked up uh, on your your website, I was kind of scanning through and looking at different topics, and the one topic that I tend to really play in my mind a lot is the topic of change. So I'm switching gears uh, right now. There again, there's so much to talk to you about. Uh, I don't want to discredit your other books, so so interrupt me and talk about them if you want to, but. The, the, the topic of change really stuck with me because we are in a period in life that is involving major change, change in who you are, change in how you respond to your family, change in how you spend money, change in your how you manage your health because you're not going to the gym every day. Like 
all of these changes going on, can you give us some some advice or or just hit some points on how people can execute change? Because sometimes changes, you know, people back up from change. Nobody loves change. It can be difficult, but yet it's so healthy. Well, even if you don't empower yourself to change, change is going to happen no matter what. So it is a little, and we don't have much choice. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So you're, you're, it's going to happen. I mean, we, I didn't choose, I don't think I chose this. I mean, I don't think I chose the COVID-19, but it's what I do every day that I, in some way, have, I have free will. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I truly believe, as painful as this is now, and this is extremely painful. I mean, I'm in Florida. I'm almost six weeks here with my mother. Left my husband in Raleigh and working from here. You know, I'm coaching from here. I'm working from here. I mean, I haven't seen my grandchildren in like six weeks. I mean, my children, nobody. Right. I didn't choose this exactly. I think this was chosen for me. However, and it's very sad, all the stuff that's going on. But at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people, there's something good that's going to come out of this for each of us Mm -hmm. in some way. Um, Whether it's work-related, whether it's, you know, I have to find my way to exercise. I don't, I don't have a gym. I I don't have a pool. I have to make myself do something Mm -hmm. that I'm not like in love with, but I have to. So, and I'm doing things. I'm, 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 I can't, and a lot of people are the same. I mean, people are finding their, I had a conversation yesterday about with my sister-in-law. She doesn't even care that her hair is turning colors. Right. I mean, people that normally would care about their color of their hair or the way their nails looked as far as women are concerned, men are showing up to meetings in sweatshirts and with kids on their laps. Well, but let's, let's, um, I mean, yeah, Marilyn, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, let, no, let's, okay. let's go a little deeper. Let's talk about change in the aspect of the person who um, has been an opioid addict for the last five years. Let's talk about the person who uh, has been an abuser or uh, maybe the person who's addicted to work. I mean, like, like, like the person who wants to make change, like drastic change, but for some reason they don't. Why don't they? And how can they? Well, that's a big question. <laughs> I don't have all the answers. I mean, if I was sitting in front of someone and I was talking to an opioid um, addict, I, I, you know, I could sense some things, but you know, some things are, you know, come from history, from you know how you were brought up. Some things are environmental. Some things are karmic. There's all kinds of people do things. It's not so change. You know, I would say change. Take a, a little baby step at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to work out on a treadmill, don't tell yourself, "Well, I'm going to go on a half an hour every day, seven days a week." Don't do that. If you never go on a treadmill, go right. on for five minutes. Right. And get off. If you want to stay on sometimes for 10, okay. But don't make it, we made it so complicated. Mm-hmm. We grade it, grade it. It's too much. No, it's all about breaking free. It's all about freedom. Go on for five minutes and, and, and have a sense of humor with life. That's part of listening. You have got to have a sense of humor because you're going to hear things. They're going to be downright funny. Right. And so lighten up on yourselves. Don't make yourself do the change that's so drastic, a day at a time, an experience at a time, you know, and allow yourself the flexibility. And here's the other thing I think is very, very important, Bob. Joe, I'm sorry. That's okay. Call me Bob. To acknowledge, <laughs> I will, because I have a really good friend, Bob, uh, is to acknowledge yourself for anything you do. It's like gasoline for the car. If you don't put gasoline in the car, it ain't going to go. Right. If you don't acknowledge yourself and give yourself a pat on the back for anything, 
Like this morning, my computer just would not connect to Zoom on any stretch of the imagination. I tried and tried and tried. And I don't like giving up on something. So I thought, oh, popped into my head. Let me use my phone. Well, what do you think? It worked. Right. So... I'm, I, I acknowledge myself for like not thinking, oh, it won't work on my phone either. I figure I try what I got to lose. I mean, try things. And yeah. when you try something, it doesn't work. Try something else. Don't beat yourself up. Yeah, that's Just keep trying. Yeah, that's a that's good doing. I, I, that's a good point. I think a lot of times people, especially if you're dealing with uh, with uh, an addiction or, um, you know, a life change, whether it be, you know what, I need to lose weight and get healthy. You know, these are big challenges in life. I think the the important thing, and I like what you said, is is to take that small step. Progress is better Progress. than perfection, right? Forget the perfection part of it. Look, look, I, I, my next book coming out is People Impacted by Opioid Addiction. And one of my favorite stories is a story of this gentleman who I, wouldn't talk to me for a while because he was engaged in the addiction. And I was waiting for him to like be okay with talking. Even though he was still engaged, he talked to me. And he struggles. But every he can look at each, how much time goes by between the time he's clean and he's not. And only he knows, is he stronger? Is it a little more time? Did he go back, you know, shooting up a little less wanting to? Right. you got to look at those things. Mm, right. Those little subtle things and say, there is change. You know, this change because this time I didn't do it. I didn't go back for as long or I didn't, you know, I stayed longer clean. Look at it. Yeah. Every little thing, it matters. And yeah. that's the point we need to take a look and look at our lives and go it's not whoa i just i'm I'm, I'm just not clean it's how long did you stay clean this time how long did you stay dirty right i like i like what you said earlier too is it's kind of cool is to you know if you're gonna if you're gonna make these changes and you're gonna take that step take the small steps but do it with a sense of humor because these are even though it's such a serious topic regardless of what your changes if it's at any magnitude to change something about yourself that you want to go forward without do it with a sense of humor laugh at yourself but take that judgment away from yourself right absolutely i laugh at myself constantly <laughs> why do i, I mean, believe you <laughs> i mean you, look, you, you you're a jewish me. woman from you brooklyn you're a Jewish yeah, woman from Brooklyn. Yes. You can't be, uh, you cannot be us and not laugh. Right. It's impossible. Any of us. How could you not laugh at yourself? That's, that's right. You know, uh, <laughs> and I'm so comfortable saying that to you and, and joking with you in that fashion. Well, yeah, so. I, this is true. <laughs> hey, you, you came on to the show and said, I'm a Jewish woman from Brooklyn. <laughs> You have That's the true. you have the accent and everything. I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So so all right. We we talked about listening. I love it. We've we've given some good tips. You really opened up my eyes to a sense that awareness is a lot. You know, a lot of times just awareness, just bringing it to the table to make you aware of it is gonna is gonna help you walk away and change that aspect because you're aware of it, right? Um what about the person who struggles to find you ever meet that person who just like can't find serenity no matter what they are just constantly um, like I, I always say the word dramatic is drama addict. Okay. If you break the word down and there are some people who just, and we all know them, they just can't even function without some kind of drama going on in their life. They, they just can't seem to find that exhaled, peaceful place in life. Serenity doesn't exist. But yet, you know, it's in there. What the heck can we, what can they do? What can we do for them? Let's start with what, what can they do? Because I actually think they know who they are. I think when people are unhappy, don't you think they know it? Right? <laughs> Well, 
<laughs> she goes. Sometimes. She goes. <laughs> I mean, I think down to their core. I think sometimes to their core they do, if they just take a second, you know, but it's painful to, 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 to acknowledge you're not happy or it's painful to acknowledge that you're an angry person or, you know, that you're a, an abuser, male or female. I mean, right. it's hard. Right. Um, so I, I, it's, there's not one answer to that. I mean, people, I think we, first of all, people make themselves wrong. So then that compounds the next thing they do. And they, they go into it feeling wrong. They go into it feeling bad. I mean, a lot of people have been mushed growing up. Right. Mushed. I mean, as kids bullied from other kids, you know, a mother, a father, the environment, whatever it is. So I don't think there's one answer for somebody, you know, that's listening. If you're listening and you're feeling, if you're listening, first of all, here now, you're not that person. Mm -hmm. That's That's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, you're not that person. And the people that I've seen who, I mean, I've worked with people who have been abused, but I, I love them. I talk to them with love because I know there's something painful going on inside of them. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, maybe if, if, if people did that in general, that would soften up and help the people who are struggling. You know, a little bit here, a little bit there, we will chip away at that and so it is all of our responsibilities yes and it all goes back to listening if you want to help that person be a better listener take the time to ask the right questions but you know what frustrates me in in life is when somebody asks you a question and then they move right on Like they don't stop to listen to the answer. And then you sit there and go, you just asked me a question. And sometimes I do it. I think it's almost human nature. I try not to do it. If I was to ask my guest a question and then not shut up and listen, I would be a horrible talk show host. Um, But, but people in general, human nature, I think people tend to do that, right? Well, the more creative you are, the more you're going to do it. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm screwed. <laughs> no, I mean, you're, you, you are a creative guy. I mean, you're spontaneous. I mean, people are spontaneous. You know, they, they, they get triggered, they ask the question, and then by the mere asking of that question, they are triggered into another question, or they see something around them. Mm-hmm. So people that can do that tend to be have a more creative side. Okay. So it's important the person, the other person when possible, and, you know, unless you know this, you know, to tell that person, you know, you just went off into la la land, (laughs) right. Or, or you, or the person that went into la la land comes back and say, you know, I just went into la la land. Can you repeat what you just said? Right. Just the awareness. Yeah. That's it. These, these are very simple things, but how do you, put out on constantly. That's why I'm starting this listening school. So we can get to those. I love things. it. I love it. A listening school. <laughs> that is so cool. Listening. <laughs> I, Mom, yeah. I'm going to listening school. <laughs> there is a guy. Well, well, wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great? That's right. Hey, listen, uh, the one thing that I want to uh, talk about, too, is because some of our listeners and viewers who are with us today uh, might find this to be interesting. But you have a podcast that you do weekly called Breaking Free. Right. What is that all about? I can almost tell you what it's about on the title, but you tell me what it's about. (laughs) So it's not, it's, it's not exactly a podcast. It is kind of sort of, but not, I mean, it's like a TV talk show Okay. that's on the internet. Okay. So it's and video. Doing it for, it's video. So we've been doing it for over nine years. Mm-hmm. We get in excess of about eight, 9,000 live views when we do it. And then of course we get more on YouTube or wherever else we post it. We do post it as a podcast as well. So I have guests one, two multiples from all over the world talking about anything 
that will free us up. Anything that will help us, whether it's a tool, a strategy, a technique, a philosophy, a new kind of way of doing business, a business, you know, whatever it is that somebody is doing, a personal story, so that whoever is listening, wherever they are, can hear something that might say to them, oh, if they can do it, I can do it. Or, God, I have that same feeling too. Or, oh, wow, that exists. Or I might want to try that. You know, whatever the conversation is. So I have people on from, I mean, we've been in trees, we've been in the ocean, we've been um, on rocks, (laughs) we've been uh, in all over the world. What do you, wait, 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 Uh, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean you've been in trees? (laughs) You broadcasting from a tree? Somebody broadcasting from a tree, my guest. (laughs) I want to start doing this. Is it? Let me tell you what, we've been all <laughs> over the place. We've been on a boat going around up the East Coast on I a motorboat. I love I mean, it. We've been in caves. Yeah, we've been all over. So you never know what's what's going to happen. Wow. Uh, and so, yeah, I, and, and it's all, all kinds of people doing, I mean, it could be an author. It could be an artist. I've had lots of artists on talking about, the creative process, their art, their particular art form, um, all kinds of stuff. I want to be on your show. And it's been quite something. I want to be on well, your I show. I want to be on my show. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll make it happen. I want to be in a tree. We'll make it happen. <laughs> I, I love mean, everybody it. Has a story. Everybody has a story, Joe. Everybody, everybody has, a, has a story. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I... Every, and the way... Go ahead. No, so I have people ask me, they go, where do you find these guests? So I, I've been asked this a few times this week, and you just nailed it. Everybody has a story. You just want to talk to the people who want to tell it, right? Everybody has a story. And I could, you know, if I have a, if I, sometimes I have guests that, you know, just by the mere fact of what they do can take up an hour. Some people, what they do isn't, isn't, isn't amazing, but they're, how they got there is amazing. Right. Or something about their life or who they are. Everybody has a story. Yeah. And I and I don't even have to try hard. I could just, anybody, I can bring anybody on <laughs> right. and talk about anything. And it would be interesting. I love it. Just a recap for our viewers. A lot of you who might have just jumped into the room. Good morning. And thank you so much for joining us here on Wake Up to the Vibe. I'm with my guest, Marilyn Shannon. We're having coffee together this morning. She's an expert listener, motivational speaker, um, author of three books, uh, has a uh, a video broadcast show called Breaking Free. She's a life coach. Marilyn, I have to ask you, when do you sleep? Well, I go to sleep at a I, funny you should ask. I love the I delay. Really to, There's a delay in the broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, I loved, I mean, I try to go to sleep like at a normal hour. Like I go because I don't, because my rhythms will get off if I don't. But I'm not a really good sleeper. But I go to bed like lights out sometime between 10 and 11. Down. But out. I am not a good sleeper. Right. But but you see, I'm a thought of any, I am not that great. I just have learned learned how to be methodical with my time, and I've learned how to balance, go from like an equal balance. And if I, you know, I, I just I've learned how to do it, I'm, and I'm no better than anybody else. I've just learned I can do a lot because I jump from one thing to another well, and everything I do is connected. See, every there's a purpose. I have a personal mission in my life. So it makes everything I do connected. It's not hard yeah. when everything I do is, is if all you made was chicken, all you'd buy is chicken. Right. You know, I everything I do is connected. Everything I do has a purpose. Yes. And so it's easy for me to keep up with it. Right. So I just keep up with it. I think the one thing that I've recognized, I mean, I haven't known you very long, but we've had a couple conversations and, and exploring your websites and and watching your videos. The one thing that you have that a lot of people wish they had, and they do have it, 
but it's called execution. You just have to execute, put it in motion, because if you don't, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen on its on its own. I mean, writing three books, it's hard to write one page. Yes, it is. Right? It is. So you Especially for for me, I wasn't a writer. <laughs> so how I'm do you, a talker. <laughs> well, I'm a talker. I make up words. You can't write with all kinds of made up words. People never understand what you're talking about. I, I can say to you funky words. But it's in the tone, it's in our conversation, you'll understand me. Because I make up words. I'm street and I make up words. Right. In writing, you can't always do that. So with the first book, the men's book, I struggled. I struggled, 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 struggled. It, the words didn't come out, the phrases, the way to express it didn't come out. It was a struggle. But now, uh, it's not a struggle anymore. Now there's a flow to it. And I'm complimented on my writing now. I mean, I have, I'm looking for an agent. And I had an agent turn me down, but she said my writing, I was, my writing was, was, was really good. So right. I am convinced that my writing has improved. You just have to practice and you just have to do it. If you have a passion for my yeah. passion is to help people understand each other. My passion is for listening and to use it in different ways. So my books are about understanding a group of, a, of, a per, of people, a philosophy, you know, the, the shows are something else, my, you know, whatever coaching of course is something else. Yeah. So I have to do these things and I have to find a way to do it. And I have to say, if I can, you know, people on LinkedIn will constantly be connecting with me about execution. Yeah. And I'm like, did you not read my bio? <laughs> right. Are you, I mean, are you asking me if I read your bio? No, I mean, I'm saying, oh. I'm like, I want to say to them, did you not read my bio? Right. Because I do do things. You don't, you, I don't need, I don't have to have somebody tell me how to do something. Right. I'll, I'll do it. You'll do it. Because I, I'll do it because I have to do it. It's my mission. You'll do it because you're from, you'll do it because you're from Brooklyn. Well, that's it. That's it. And I lived in Manhattan for a while. But when you love something, you're going to do it. I mean, Joe, you love this, right? I love this. Love this. Can you tell? (laughs) Yeah. So no matter what, you are going to make this happen. Yeah. I believe believe you. Yes. Yes. I mean, you told me a little bit. And, you know, I mean, it's hard to do a show every day. It's hard to get guests every day. It's hard to stay have the energy every day to do what you're doing i commend you for what you're doing thank you and you and you are listening very really well i'm doing good and you're you're doing excellent (laughs) and you're i mean you're aware of your audience you're not just focused on me you're aware of your audience you're not just focused on the audience you're you know you're you're doing everything you have to do thank you and and with a sense of humor which is great because who wants to come and listen to just the talking head nobody (laughs) Not even, not me. I, I never have different no. I don't want a talking head. I'd be awfully boring. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you so much for those kind words. I, I appreciate your acknowledgement and, and um, um, your ability to recognize that. It means a lot to me. And I mean that because every morning, every morning at five o'clock, I get out of bed and, and I say to myself, Oh my gosh, whose idea was this seven o'clock? You gotta be kidding me. And then every morning at eight o'clock, I'm walking around the house high as a kite. I'm like, oh, I love this job. That was fun. That was great. I'm I'm grateful. I'm meeting people every day. People like yourself, who I met through Michelle Nidefer, who I met through Michelle Webb. I was on the phone with a manager in Nashville yesterday, connecting me with my guest for next Wednesday, who came from Liz Longley, who was on the show on Monday. Like every guest that has been on this show has sent their friends my way. And I love that. Like, I just, my gosh, to me, it's, it's a blessing to be that vehicle to put this information out there. And I just do my best to put good information out there. I don't want to, you know, people don't just want to listen to me talk for, for an hour. <laughs> well, I think it's going to, it works better when you, when you're you know, obviously when your heart is in the right place. Yes. Well, yes. All my show every ahead. I'm sorry. All, all things in life work better when your heart is okay. in the right place. The only way it's going to work. I mean, I do my show every Monday 
And normally I go to a studio in Raleigh and I have a producer and I don't have to do any of the technical stuff. I just have to get the guests and show up and whatever. My guests come in and he takes care of it. Here, I don't have that same ability. I'm doing it through a computer. I'm in my mother's house. The internet isn't so great. I've had some challenges too. And every time I go to the show, I'm like, oh my God, what's going to happen today? (laughs) But I do the show just like you. Something fabulous happens, comes out of it. Yes. Get done with it. And I go... <sighs> yes, I can relate. It doesn't make it. It doesn't make it easy going into it. That's right. It's it's hard. It's hard doing it because I never know if the internet's right. I my sound hasn't always been great. Right. But <laughs> I feel like I'm looking in the I, mirror. <laughs> you are. I mean, my husband had to send me my microphone the <laughs> last week because my producer didn't like how I sounded because my mother's floors are all marble. Right. There's no no way to pick it up. Anyway, doesn't. But things are not always easy. Yeah. It doesn't mean you can't do them. That's and there's always help along the way. So I will say. I love that. Things are not always easy. That doesn't mean you can't do them. And help is along the way. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. So simple. Just like a miracle. <laughs> you know, miracles you, you have to see them to see them. You're a miracle. Well, I don't know. I guess I am to my mother. I was just going to say that. They said that when you were born. I'm confident. I'm sure they <laughs> So, So let's, sure uh, let's give out some contact information. If somebody's uh, interested to, to watch your, your, um, your, your show that you do on Mondays, it's not at 7 in the morning on Mondays, is it? Okay, perfect. No. I'll let you promote it then. Go ahead and tell okay. us how, how to reach you. Right. And we didn't touch on your other books. I'm sorry. We'll have to do another show okay. and touch on them. But yes. That's okay. Where are you? How can we? To, that, okay. That's right. Where can All we right. find you? Everything's meant to, everything Joe is meant to be a certain way. So, well, most everything anyway. I agree. Uh, so the show is on NissanCommunications.com. Mondays at one o'clock. It's called Breaking Free. That's N-I-S-S-A-N communication c-o-m-m-u i don't know if i'm spelling it right because i'm not looking at it but nissancommunications.com my books are all on amazon both ebooks and paperback uh then my website is marilynshannon.com i also have um expertlistener.com and then of course please come visit me at the at listening school a new group on Facebook. And then you can always find me at Marilyn at MarilynShannon.com. And it's M-A-R-I-L-Y-N, Shannon, S-H-A-N-N-O-N.com. If I can guide you into anything, please help. I'm, I'm there. If you have a question about listening or anything that I've said, I'm happy to help. Thank you so much. You have more websites than Joe Altieri. <laughs> I think you have one more than that. you have one more than me. <laughs> I have a lot of websites. <laughs> But thank you so much for having coffee with me this morning. This is what it's all about. It was a lot of fun uh, kidding with you, but getting some good. I'm going to be a better listener, I promise, because of this show. I'm actually uh, already at peace. So I I hope that our our listeners and viewers can uh, find the peace and and experience it at its uh, fullest uh, potential. And um yeah, and I'm all about change, so I'm I'm reinventing every day. So uh, uh, thank you very, very much for being a part of Wake My Up pleasure. to the Vibe. Okay. Have a great day. You I got it. it. Yes. Yeah.